We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. We're talking Saturday's five game slate at DraftKings. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Jordan Cooper at Blender HD and Ryan Belangi at Ryan Belangi. And yes, we're in the fourth week and we already have two King of the Pitch tickets. I have zero. Jordan has one and Ryan won one last week. So this is, you know, this show, I'm, you don't count me in this discussion, but. Uh, Guys, congrats on your tickets. And there's no Johnny on this slate, so you have no chance of winning a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's the problem. That's the issue. We need Johnny to have success now that he's he's playing center back again. At least he was last match. But uh this slate yeah. this slate's a little different. Uh this is I think the previous slate, well yet last week it was we didn't have like a top ten club. Uh, before that, we had maybe one Liverpool team, maybe one Manchester City. Now we have Liverpool, Manchester City, and Chelsea all in extremely favorable positions. Above uh, two goals implied, Jordan in cash games. Everyone is going Pascal Gross over Salah and Allen. Is that correct? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, before we get into it, I got to touch on. All right, all right, all right. Last week, a little. It was nice to get a, an early King of the Pitch ticket. You know, the, the Roto Wire is going to retain the King of the Pitch this season. So that's it, a good start for, for me and Jordan to each have one. But Jordan, um, I was, I was uh, shocked and saddened to see you play three defenders in cash last week. Oh, that's right. <laughs> when um, three midfielders was clearly the construction. Can you? I don't even remember. That? What did I do? I believe you played uh, Anthony Robinson and, and Justin. Alongside who? I don't remember last week. It takes a long time. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That who you did, I not, who did I not play in order? In, basically, I didn't play Damari Gray, and that killed Right, me. yeah. You, you played Madison and Pereira, and then uh, Nico Williams, Anthony Robinson, and J- Justin. And who did I play at forward? Oh, you spent up twice, Eze and Gordon. Okay, I was that's assuming that you, when you basically, saw McNeil, when McNeil start, basically what happened is that when McNeil wasn't in and Gordon was going to play wide, I said, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to get stuck with this dinky do crap. Yeah. Like, let me, let me just prioritize just, I'll play Gordon with Eze and then figure it, figure it out from there rather than 
then punt yeah, at a forward. You know, to be honest, you still would have cashed. You would have cashed if if D Cordova Reed didn't score. And I guess just to just to back you up a little, I noticed that Saramek also played three defenders. So I mean, maybe it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Well, did Saramek win though? No, well, I don't think so. Or? Maybe you know. The, <laughs> So maybe you know maybe he's got something to learn too. <laughs> yeah, on, on, the, on this slate in cash games, yeah, go it, ahead, get into this slate. Okay, this is the sl- this is the type of slate in cash games where your two v two will be a forty five point difference. Right. Like it's going to be one of those slates where if you if you if you get it right, uh, your two v two or three v three, you you're going to smooth sail, and then if you don't get it right, you could be real you could be really bad. And both types of constructions. You'll look at it and go, I don't, I don't, I think that's perfectly fine. It's just a matter of, uh, did Salah score a hat trick or did Holland score or did Kevin De Bruyne only put up 12 points versus 36? I mean, like it's going to, to me, it's going to really come down to that because, uh, it's not just having like, I almost feel like on like the, the Man City, Manchester City slates where it's like, we got one team that has a higher total than everyone else. At home, you know, against a crap team. And it's like, well, how much do you need? We got two of those teams on this slate. And we even got a third one that is that on any other slate would possibly be a priority. So it's a matter, I think, this may not be a ca- like a cash game mentality, but more of a small field mentality of you have to decide, I think, I, I, or at least some type of decision must be made on would you rather try to score the highest floor or ceiling from getting the right mix of both teams or decide to just bet on one team and make sure to get all as many of their points so for instance uh obviously we'd want to start i know we started forward but we're still talking about construction in general that i'd like to start with kevin de bruyne and trent alexander arnold Right, yeah. and just plug those in, and then let's see how everything fits in from there, right? And then if I take a piece of Liverpool here, a piece of Man City there, you know, get some value from another team there, uh, I'm good. But I think it's absolutely viable to just say, instead of playing Kevin De Bruyne, I'm just going to play. I'm just going to play all the Liverpool players. I'm just I'm just going to go down. And I'm going to play Alexander Arnold, Robertson, Salah, Diaz, Elliot. I'll Allison, I'll punt with Van Dyke. I'm like, you're going to play six players from Liverpool. But you could also do the same for, for Man City. They just go, I'm playing Foden, De Bruyne, Holland, Cancelo, right? You did uh, Ederson, and you just plug in guys like that and go, well, if Man City score three or four goals, and Liverpool score three or four goals, probably the scores aren't going to be that, that different from each other. And you just don't have to worry about guessing on, well, do I play Foden? Or do I play Luis Diaz, right? Like that type of question in a lineup that may have, well, do I play Trent Alexander-Arnold? Or if I do, I play Andrew Robertson and Luis Diaz or Andrew Robertson and Phil Foden? Or do I play Luis Diaz and Jose Cancelo? Now they're not correlated to one another because you're playing guys of opposite teams. And maybe the median projection of one is higher than the other. But for the sake of like maybe ulcers or whatever, maybe you just decide to go, well, let me just bet. Let me just bet on more on one team than the other, and if all things go probabilistically, like they'll probably both score a lot of points anyway. 
Yeah, so that's exact. That's what I'm going to do in tournaments for sure. Do you think that's like viable for cash? Yeah, also, if you that, it's over correlate. I'm not see. I can understand in GPPs going. I'm going to stack a team with like five, four or five players. I'm talking about over. I'm talking about playing six. I'm talking about yeah. just going like you. Oh. You get to a certain point where the the correlation actually becomes negative because there's only only so many touches that could go around and again unless they score eight goals or something. So yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it's like we don't have you if you play Diaz, Firmino, Salah, Alexander Arnold, Robertson, like individually, maybe Diaz and Firmino are not necessarily and even Salah at his price based on lineup construction, aren't like the greatest of like individual cash plays, but it's like, well, do I have to guess between who scores the goals on Liverpool? No, I'm just gonna as long as Liverpool scores goals, I probably got points. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's tough. I I've gone back and forth on like, on how to attack this slate. Like, like you said at the start, do you just put the best plays in like De Bruyne, Alexander, whoever else I thought about, you know, stacking, like you said, but it seems tough. Like Liverpool, I guess, seem, I get uh, the most appealing to do that with because they have Alexander Arnold, Robertson, Salah, you can get goals there and they have some cheap guys too, but city, like, I don't know. What if Hallen scores a hat trick? You know, Foden, those guys. Do you trust that? Can Cancelo's can not, I mean, he's not as good as the other defenders on this slate. Are you really going to add him to a cash lineup over those other players? And then well, I'm, not, I'm, I, I'm not saying scores. him specifically. I'm just saying in just the thought process of instead of worrying about which player, you're just worried about which team. So I was actually thinking something d- different, and I don't know. Maybe this is dumb, but you know we have a lot of expensive defenders to play pay for on this slate, like in good spots. You definitely want to play Alexander Arnold, and at least as far as I can see, there's there's really not punts that you want to play. There's not really a punt forward or a punt midfield that like stand out as great plays, at least to me. So I mean. It's weird. What if you didn't pay up at defender? I mean, and, and, you know, jam the best plays instead of, you know, instead of taking like a four point guy at forward and a four point guy at midfield or whatever. I don't know. It's, it's not something I, I, really ever. Brian, for, for GPPs. I think that's awful. You think that's awful? No, I think for, for the main reason that forwards, cheap forwards have much uh, wider ranges of outcome well no i know i know but what i'm saying is which one's gonna score on this slate I yeah mean, but 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 to not take any imagine going okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try to dinky do this slate. okay well like like if you dinky do this slate, at least when you're playing forwards you're playing guys that like even though they're cheap they're gonna score they they, they have more of a chance of scoring goal yeah, okay play, sorry like a 2500 central defender yeah it's but, very hard for them to score double digits mm. Right, I know, but um, I guess I know we're jumping all over the place here. But you're, if you you're take, trying to find a way to play Salah and Holland and De Bruyne together, no, definitely not. Sorry, I'll just <laughs> the cash cash construction is so easy for me. I mean, and I, yeah, it's I not mean, that easy. Come on, it's, it's so easy. easy. Listen, listen, so real, easy, so listen easy. To this. Listen to how easy this is. Put in Trent Robertson and Chilwell. Put in De Bruyne. Put in Phil Foden, and then the rest of your team will fit perfectly. Why is there Phil Foden go. a must? Okay, he's not. He's not at all. Play Luis Diaz if you want there. Why, I'm you, just why, saying that, why is that so easy? <laughs> it's perfectly. I'm saying this to Ryan. It's like, 
Oh my God, you've just, you've just, you're, you're looking at my, you're looking at my cash line. That's why you said it's easy. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it is easy. Do you have that too? Yes. Yeah, because, okay, so just another point for forward, why, why I like kind of said that. And I would bet some, I would bet somebody right now, look at the forward 6K and below. I think it would be a favorite for none of them to score on Saturday. Every forward on the slate, 6K and below. I think it might be a favorite that none of them score. So that's why I was thinking about maybe different kind of construction. Um, but, you know, we can get into that. I don't know. Andrew, or sorry, Adam, where, where do you what? want to go? Come on. <laughs> we just rambled about a million things. So you guys plays don't... cash games one week. Yeah, I love that. I Jack Burkhart plays cash games one week. <laughs> nope, I'm going undefeated this season. So you guys are off Pascal Gross in cash games. That's what I'm getting at. Like, why why go with Pascal Gross when you can get Phil Foden as a much bigger favorite on on Manchester City or Luis Diaz with great goal odds? Is that is that the thought process here? Right, I would I would rank Foden over Gross, but I mean I could I could see you playing Gross over Diaz at least. I mean Me I'm too. not I'm, I'm not a big fan of Pascal Gross, but he's home against Leeds. But like for 8800 with all these guys up here, you need more like, goal upside? Yes, but that's really the main point of like like yes, I think Gross has the highest floor. Meaning that if you took away goals and assists, Gross probably scores the most peripherals out of a lot of these players. But from a ceiling perspective of like, like when Liverpool and Man City are this bigger favorites, I mean, do you really want to go in with an $8,800 gross and then Holland scores two goals or Salah scores or Foden has, has a goal and two assists or, or Diaz has a goal or even, even these Chelsea players or anything. Just like, it feels as if he's like the odd man out of like someone that, that in a vacuum seems like, like a great cash play, but for his price, if gross was 6,800, then, then, then we could see some constructions. It just, just, I Are don't know about really you. I don't know about you, Ryan, but I, I do not feel comfortable going into a slate. If I'm going to be paying eighty eight hundred dollars for a player, it's going to be a player in Liverpool or Man City. I, I think so too. Yeah, I feel the same way. And like Pascal Gross, he probably has like a better, safer floor than Foden. You know, maybe by like a little bit, but. Yeah, I still just can't do it. I, I want a little bit of upside. What I was going to say is, are people really going to play Salah and Holland on this slate? I I I I think for cash. Yeah, I think Sal. I think Sal. I think I think actually Salah, even though it's five hundred dollars more, is a is, has a higher floor cash wise anyway. Uh, I think no. I think I think playing Salah or Holland, not both. Is absolutely viable in cash. Yeah, I think playing Salas. I mean, I don't know. I think if you're going to play Holland, you you might as well find the 500 for Salah. It's just that's just my opinion. I don't know. I don't think you play Holland on the slate. But though, but those constructions exist. Like to me, to me, it it's a matter of do you spend in both forward spots? Do you spend uh, at high at midfield? Defender is fairly you're you're spending up at defender. For sure, at least in two defender spots, unless you're punting at a utility spot. Uh, how much are the you, forward spots worth that you'd rather have them over the midfielders? That's what I, I think, mean. They they might be worth more than usual. 
I don't know if, if the cheap ones really aren't good, like what I was saying. I don't know. You know right. well, that, that's why to, to, to not bury the lead, the only dinky, to me, the only, I mean, truthfully, I think the only cheap forward that I would consider playing on the slate, as of now, as of the projected lineups, is Daniel James at 4,200. Yeah, me too. Only but one. to me, to, to me, 40, if he was just midfield only, there are other people I'd almost rather play at 4,200 than him. Like his value is more that he's forward eligible. And you're more likely to play James as a second forward in a lineup that has Kevin. De- like the reason you're playing James is to play Kevin De Bruyne. If you're playing James in a cash lineup and are not playing Kevin De Bruyne, then I think you screwed up. I think that's the only reason you're playing that in, at forward. Because if you don't play James, it's very hard to fit in high-priced defenders and Kevin De Bruyne and then pay up twice at forward. So to me, the real question is, do you pay up twice at forward or do you play Kevin De Bruyne? I lean towards the Kevin De Bruyne sign personally. And then it just comes down to what is your, what is your pay up forward that you're playing? Yeah. This is the, and, and of course, the caveat on this is that you also are paying up a defender. If you choose and go, I'm going to punt one defender spot, then, then you could kind of pay up for one forward, pay like mid-range. Like you could do a build that's like Foden plus Diaz. Maybe not all the way. You're not doing Foden plus Salah. You could do Foden, Diaz, De Bruyne, Trent Alexander-Arnold, punt defender. Like you could do that. You're going to have to punt somewhere. And I'm trying to decide. To me, the, to me, the decision is, uh, do I punt at that forward spot or do I punt at that defender spot? And when yeah. the defender spot, it could also mean the utility spot. So you, yeah. you may be playing two high-priced defenders, but on this slate, I think you're more likely to play three defenders and pay up for three defenders anyway. So that would be like a utility. You're using your utility spot on some three hundred dollar level, right? Like, probably not a three hundred dollar level midfield. Like, do you maybe like instead of punting Danny James, do you maybe even play a twenty five hundred dollar center back in the flex? I mean, something like that could be viable on this slate. Uh, I just see this guy in the chat says, "What about Kiefer Moore for thirty nine hundred? Um, I guess it's not quite as bad as like I initially thought. Uh, he. He's been playing 90 minutes. It's just, you know, that matchup away to Liverpool is very tough. And his floor is is, is much lower than than Danny James. You know, Danny James isn't a great play either, obviously. And he's, you know, almost sure to get subbed as well. So, uh, you know, it can't be that much worse. It, I'm actually... Best answer. I'm actually... I, I read your article, too. I'm not that much higher on... On Daniel James, just looking at just the way that Liverpool have played earlier in the season and that Daniel James is likely to be subbed off. Um, but I it's mean, more of the fact it's it's more of the fact from a macro perspective, like conceptually, that the larger the underdog they are, especially on the road, like the less possession they'll have. It's like and you can't really score fantasy points without possession. So yeah. when given the choice on cheaper players, I'd rather play cheaper players on teams that are actually have possession. So this Brighton Leeds and this Brentford Everton game are much closer games than the Man City Liverpool and Chelsea game. So that's the main reason why we kind of avoid playing from a floor perspective, playing guys from Palace, from Bournemouth, from Leicester. Now for ceiling, get Keith Keith Moore. He could get a goal, but most likely he's not going to get many touches in the game. So from a from a cash level perspective, like. I think Daniel James has an easier path to six points than Moore does. I think Moore either scores 12 or he scores nothing. 
So like in cash, if given the choice, regardless I, of the substitution, I'd rather take the peripherals. I, th- I still think that Bournemouth already lasts in the league in terms of possession. So like this matchup doesn't really change anything more. He's drawn nine fouls in three matches. Like he's getting, even so it though it has to a, happen again, because it happened in the past three matches. I'm just saying like, he's not like this central striker. Like, I don't know, Neil Malpe, like guy that just sits forward. Like he's obviously getting back and touching the ball. He had a 6.4 against Arsenal. They were absolutely dominated in that match. Like, I think this matchup is more favorable for Bournemouth than that Arsenal match. We're just, just to the, me, Adam, we're like, just James Milner starting in the midfield. Like, <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm giving you credit, Adam. We're debating the difference between playing $4,200 Daniel James or $3,900 Kiefer Moore. And the only reason we're even considering either player is because we want to get Kevin De Bruyne in a midfield <laughs> spot at 10K. So, really, when it comes down to it, the more important decision is, do I play any punt forward? And feel free to debate the merits between any of the 4K forwards. Take the cheapest. And to me, the difference is that, that like, I'm making it out to be dramatic. Oh, definitely Daniel James over Kiefer Moore. And really, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as great as I make it out to be. Like, I don't want to play any of, like, neither of the guys I want to play. Yeah. I don't want, I, I, I would, I, dude, in a perfect world, I'd rather pay up at forward, pay up at midfield, pay up at defender, and pay up at goalkeeper. Have eighty thousand dollars in salary while everyone else has fifty thousand. But you can't do it, right? So, like at the end of the day, just like we say with defender, like, hey, if you're going to pay thirty six hundred dollars for this guy with a three point median, why don't you just pay twenty five dollars for the cheapest defender because it can't be that much. Save the eleven hundred, and if he gets you one point, the the re- you're not playing them for for their median you're just playing them because that's the only way to fit in other higher median players so to me the difference between those 4k forwards go ahead play keeper more said the three fouls in the past six games yeah you, you know three, I, the three I, fd points you, you got you got in the I agree, I agree with all that but yeah i think we need a little bit bigger sample out of out of Kiefer more i mean this guy yeah. he's he's six foot five he's not very mobile he's usually the one committing the fouls um, I think uh, I think without a goal, you know, James James puts up a bigger floor. I don't know a high percentage of the time. Um, but yeah, I, I see your point. I agree with Jordan too. Like you know, it's one's going to score three and one's going to score two a, a lot of times. So it's really not that big of a difference. So for tournaments, there's there's some guys here that stand out to me uh, just in terms of not being popular. We got Ivan Tony, eighty two hundred. Uh, Bernardo Silva, 7,500. Kai Havertz, 7,400. Firmino, 7,000. Uh, Firmino will, Firmino will get beyond. Willie Firmino, uh, okay. Yeah, I think he'll be the lowest. He'll be the lowest owned of the the three Liverpool right. forwards, but it's he's not he's not going to be single digit owned. I okay. think, uh, to me, ownership wise, I to me on this slate, Liverpool is going to be the highest owned team, more than Man City. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a byproduct of price and position, right? Cause you get the, you get the good, like you get the good defenders. You could still pay up the same price for the other Liverpool. You're more likely to be correlated, right? If you're playing Alexander Arnold or Robertson or both of them, it's like, well, why wouldn't you be playing Firmino? Why wouldn't you like, like, why wouldn't you be, you're looking to get goals and the assists from them. So like, you're more likely to do that. So I think the man city guys, I mean, Holland will, Holland will be popular still. Uh, Foden will be popular, assuming he starts, right? Uh, I think 
basically, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna live my entire season on fading Ivan Tony when he's over eight thousand because it'll never be, he'll rarely ever be on a slate where he's worth that that price and then let him let him I'll let him burn me. Uh I think Rodrigo will be much higher on than he should be on this slate just based on the game logs. So I'm 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 probably not gonna play him. I'm playing like six or seven lineups in GPP uh tomorrow. Uh the guys to me some will say that playing someone like Danny Welbeck or Obviously, the, the the underdog forwards like Vardy and those types of guys they'll they'll be lo- they'll be low on. But of course, you're playing very heavy underdogs. But I'm talking about out of the ones that aren't underdogs. I think guys like Gordon and Tony and Wellbeck, and to some extent Rodrigo, although I think he'll he'll still be double digit owned. People may look at that. To me, I to me I think the the best GPP plays, if you want to call it that, on the slate, are the front is the Chelsea front line. Because they're they're in they're in a much better spot than Brighton or Brentford or all the other. I mean, like, there's no reason why. Like, I think Mason Mount, when we get to midfield, goes under own because more people are playing De Bruyne. So, like, playing a Havertz Mount Sterling lineup, something like that. Like playing George. I mean, we'll get to the midfield. So, like, you you could build a Chelsea stack with like four or five players, and actually be like a little bit cheaper than. Liverpool and much cheaper than Man City. And you could do that while still playing one of those players. Like you could you can build like like a whole front line of Chelsea while still playing Trent Alexander Arnold. Like you well, could still, you when can you still do coo- that, that's when Tiago Silva and Espelique wait to score. So that's the only that's the only problem. <laughs> Who says you can't play those guys? All right. Just do just do nine Chelsea guys. That's all you need. No, but 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 Ryan, do, do you agree that in comparison to their to their ceiling expectation, although Chelsea is lower than Man City and Liverpool, in comparison to Brighton, Leeds, Brentford, and Everton, I don't think the I don't think the Chelsea players. I I mean, I could easily see Sterling and Havertz being single digit owned this late, and Mount maybe not maybe not more than fifteen percent owned on this slate because. We got all these Man City and Liverpool guys that are going to be 20, 30, 40% though. I mean, like how yeah. is it possible for these Chelsea guys to be owned? It's not possible. Yeah, the, the first the first thing I thought when I just skimmed forward was that Havertz was one of the better GPPs on the on the slate. And and Sterling as well. Sterling's a little bit more expensive, so he'll probably be even uh, less popular than Havertz. But yeah, I agree that's the first thing that I thought of as far as these other guys. Um I agree with Jack. Jack uh, in the chat. No one's gonna play my guy Mbwemo, and I like the price tag and I like the matchup. So you know, I'm I'm looking to play a couple guys from there. I agree with Jordan Rodrigo. Not for me on this slate with that game log. Ivan Tony. I don't play Tony either. He's like a Jamie Vardy type for me. Well, I mean, um, you'd play you'd play him if it was five thousand. Oh, just, definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's always, right. He's always, you know, he's always 8,500 and, and has, you know, higher ownership than you'd think he'd have. Um, so yeah, right. If he was cheaper, I'd play him. Um, so yeah, I like the Anthony Gordon, Mbwemo, and yeah, like Kai Havertz, I, Kai Havertz, especially as like the default center forward for Chelsea. I mean, he, he yeah, I, I think he has the best chance to score too. This reminds me. This uh, this slate almost reminds me a little bit of the King of the Pitch slate. Yeah, 
I mean, but minus um, Arsenal on the slate, but it, it reminds me of like a lot of people are playing Man City, a lot of people are playing Liverpool, and you know what I did? Play Chelsea and Arsenal, right? I mean, like kind of like finding that combination. Yep. Um, I do want to say Ryan mentioned Mares in his article, but I'm fairly certain Mares is not going to start, so we shouldn't have to worry about that. But um, as we saw last season, Pep liked to do Mares midweek and then not over the weekend, um, which is why he always dominated Champions League slates. But he went 90 in a friendly against Barcelona on Wednesday, I believe it was. Hmm. So I doubt he's going to start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just, I put that in there because that's late two weeks ago. We talked for like 45 minutes about city. Of course, don't mention Mara's once. And then he starts on Saturday. You know, that happens all the time. I I think we mentioned him. I think you you did. He was in my projected 11. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe not, but that's happened before. (laughs) For, for, Uh, For midfield Ryan on this slate, just to move on. Uh, do you view this as a, like, it's basically De Bruyne to some consideration mount. And then if you're not paying for either of those, like there's nothing in between that. And like, until you get down to maybe like 5,300. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. And I think Mount is probably, you know, like if Chilwell's back in there and, and Reese James on the wing, you know, Mount is probably even a little too risky from, from a cash game perspective, but yeah. Otherwise, KDB, Mount, and then all the way down. I mean, we can talk about some of these other guys, but it's another one of those things that you mentioned with Gross. Do you really want to pay significant salary for someone on a team that's not Liverpool or City? I I don't know. Right, because I look at the range of those guys, like Harrison at 7,300, Damari Gray at 6,900, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Gundawan is there at 7,100. At least he's on Man City, but I don't think he's worth 70, necessarily 7,100. Make him a little bit lower owned for GPPs. But like in a vacuum, it's like, yeah, I'd love to play Damari Gray, right? Mm-hmm. Away to Brentford? Not bad. Not bad, but still in comparison to play, you know, like what sacrifices do you need to make in order to get Gray into your lineup? So essentially, to me, I view these players, I'm comparing guys like Harrison and Gray and McNeil, even if he started, I'm even our Gordon, like these types of guys in this range, comparable to the defenders. So like, would I rather play Gray at 6,900 or would I rather play Trent Alexander-Arnold at 8,000 or would I rather play Robertson at 6,000? Like to me, in order to play one of these midfielders, you have to sacrifice one of those defenders. Now, it's not a matter of like, well, do you play Gray and Harrison over De Bruyne in a midfield spot? I don't, I don't think that's an easy an easy answer there that you don't do that. So I think you'll only in, in a, in a cash build, you're more likely to have De Bruyne and then not even if you're spending in this range of six to seven K you're spending it on a defender and your other midfield spot, you're, you're going, you're going down. It's just depending on how far down you're going. And I think you could go far I on this late. I think it's kind of weird to say, I think you're more likely to go far down at midfield or at defender more so than forward. That's why that first question on the slate was, is forward too kind of almost too valuable from a ceiling perspective to even punt there? I know it's tough. So you guys are completely off of this two weeks ago. You guys were all about, yeah, actually, I don't, I don't like Kevin De Bruyne that much. Uh, he's in a different <laughs> oh, role and all this stuff. And 
Uh, I didn't agree with either of you, but you guys, you guys kept going on this train. But now, two weeks later, you know he's the I best mean, player was, in the game, and he's in my it was lineup. More so me. <laughs> All right, sorry. But yeah, sorry, I mean, Jordan. I'll take the L on that. That I mean, well, yeah. he but he used the Gareth Barry postulate of recent evidence, right? An old school reference <laughs> in the show. Yeah, uh, of of you know when when he comes when he plays and doesn't get any doesn't take any set pieces. You go, why am I paying 10K? Like his upside is obviously still there from open play, but it's like. But we're still not, we're not paying, playing these Man City guys for set pieces, really. I mean, when it comes down to it. Well, I mean, in cash that week, I, I mean, in cash that, that, yeah, but right in general. Um, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, that, that one looks pretty stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I I know I say this all the time, but I, I always rostered De Bruyne. I probably rostered him at a higher percentage than anyone else who plays multiple GPP lineups last year. I wrote him up in every single article, pretty much. Said he was the best player in the league every week. And then, you know, I see week one, everybody takes a set piece from him and then, you know, jump off. I remember jumping off him one time last year, one time on a podcast too. And the same thing happened. You know, he just goes out and crushes the, the next week and takes all the sets. So, I mean, I shouldn't question it, I guess. Uh, we're getting a question here about Pulisic. Um, I'm not sure, you know, like how much what what this means here. 7900. I mean, it's just like a guy in Chelsea. He's going to get 60 to 70 minutes. I don't think it really matters if he's midfield or yeah. forward. Well, um, on the field, well, actually, I kind of like this question just okay. because I was thinking about this the other day. Not from a DK perspective, Pulisic has gotten like a raw deal at Chelsea. He he 100%. He, he, he played. Um, you know, he's been a bit unfairly criticized. He was great in their Champions League run. I mean, really good. And he just never got the game time. Think of Chelsea for a second under Tuchel. I mean, this is where attacking players go to die. Look what happened to Lukaku. Look what happened to Timo Werner. Um, the same thing's going to happen to Raheem Sterling. I mean, he just, you know, they're in and out of the team. They don't score a lot of goals. Uh, I don't know. Like, I I feel like he, he deserves to play. So I guess he needs a, a move elsewhere. More effective at forward or midfield. Um, I mean, he's an attacking player. He's not a center forward. I mean, he's small, good dribbler. You know, he beats players, sets up other players. So on the wing, the attacking wing, he could probably play the center too. I mean, but yeah, enough of that. If he starts for 7,900, play him as well. He's almost just as good of play as Havertz. Yeah, that Chelsea stack you got going. There you go. Yeah. So if you guys are stuck in this 7K range, we already mentioned Gray kind of bit and Buemo, but we also have, so Firmino's in this range, but we haven't really mentioned Gunduan. Uh, Gunduan here, 7,100. It seems like, I mean, it worked. I think it worked for Jordan two weeks ago where, I mean, sure, he was cheaper then, but he's still going to be like this Man City guy that isn't as popular as his teammates, but like he has still plenty of upside because he plays for City, but. Well, that's a GPP play, but I mean, no way. I'm not playing. $7,100 Gundogan in my cash lineup. I'm looking more, I'm looking more in the, in the midfield spot. Okay. You're going to have to pay less. Now the consideration here, I'm, I'm going to list off a whole bunch of players that I think are viable for cash games, 5,300 and below. The consideration that you need to make is that is one significantly worth more than the others for $1,500 more. Like to me, that's it's very similar to what we do at Defender when we, oh, a forty five hundred dollar Defender fullback. It's like okay, that's pretty good, but it's like, is he that much better than a three thousand dollars center back? Like, is mm -hmm. the fifteen hundred dollars worth it? So right, I I look down here. The first person I see is Brendan Aronson, 
uh, for for Leeds at 5,300, who, yes, has a little bit lower floor than Jack Harrison, but it's $2,000 cheaper, does take some of their set pieces on one side, maybe might not play 90, but he's been playing 80-plus in games. It's a way to Brighton, not not a great matchup, but it's still not one of the big underdogs. So I don't mind him. Is he a priority? Absolutely not. And then I go down and go, how about Harvey Elliott at 5,000? He plays in the Liverpool uh, midfield three, which I'm not a big fan of playing players from, but they're such a big favorite that they're going to have a ton of possession. So maybe more shots assisted, maybe more fouls drawn, maybe more tackles won. So, you know, I don't mind playing Harvey Elliott. More, much more so than we'll talk about the their other two midfielders who tend to be a little bit more deep deep lying. Uh, then we have the the Chelsea midfielders, Loftus Cheek, and it is dependent on whether or not Kovacic is going to play or not. But I mean, he's not going to start. He's not going to start. Okay, Tuchel so twenty don't minutes max. Conte's out, right? So we don't have to worry about that. So most likely it'll be Loftus Cheek and Jorginho. Loftus Cheek has much uh, as as better open play value, but Jorginho on penalties like. That could that could bail you out very easily. So uh I don't mind punting. None of the none of the guys that you're gonna be playing in this slot have like the greatest of floors. So you're really just determining like co- combining their three or four point floor with their upside. Like, yeah, you could yes, Solly March is there. Does Solly March have a higher floor than than Jorginho? Yes, but like nowhere near the upside of Jorginho because he's not on penalties, right? So I'm really like the guys that are on Man City or Liverpool or even Chelsea are worth more just from a from a goal scoring perspective. That if I had to shoot the difference of a half a point in median, I'd rather take the guy that is more likely to score a goal. So outside of those, I could go down even further and then play it play. So I mean, you could play Jordan Henderson or Fabinho. Thirty eight hundred for Henderson, thirty four hundred for Fabinho. No, it's they're there, but at least they're playing on a team that is projected to score two and a half plus goals. They're going to have a lot of possession. Like at this point, you're, you're, you're playing these guys because that's the only way to fit in Trent Alexander, Arnold, another high price defender, a high price forward. Like it's just for lineup construction purposes. And like what, like so many of these other players, like would I play Daniel James at 4,200 over any of these guys? No. I wouldn't. Daniel, if it was just for the fact that Daniel James is forward eligible, I wouldn't. But it's like, do you play Moises Casado instead? It's like, why would you do that? Or Marcus Tavernier. Oh, he has a majority. He has the majority of set pieces for the team that is most likely to get like none of them. Right. So why why do I care that much about it? So, like to me, I could see myself, you could play two of these guys. So instead of punting at a defender spot in your like utility, you play Fabinho there instead, right? At 3,400. Right. So did, is there anyone else, Ryan, that you see, like, have I l- kind of listed like all yeah, the guys can... that I think are viable? But the question really comes down to, like, is Harvey Elliott worth sixteen hundred dollars more than Fabinho? Right. Is, what's your, right. What's is, is, Hender, is Aronson worth fifteen hundred? What is it? Fifteen hundred? Fifteen hundred more than Jordan Henderson? Like, right. At fifteen hundred dollars, I could put to my to get the the best goalkeeper or right like yeah what you said at the start like from 5300 down like are any of these guys you know worth significantly more than these 4k guys and then the 3k guys below them like it's it's literally it's the exact reason why i 
pretty much never wrote up Jao Matinho for 4,400 because I could always find a $3,500 player that was, you know, at a one point less projection or something in my mind, at least. So yeah, anyways, no, I don't think you missed anyone. Like just go all the way down and play Fabinho. I mean, it's, you know, you, you, like you said, you're playing him for a purpose and he just happens to be on the biggest favorite as well. It's not often you can play a $3,400 midfielder on a team that's, that's favored by that much. In comparison, um, Rodri is 6,200. Yeah, that's hilarious. Right? So, like, you're essentially, I mean, Rodri is Fabinho. I mean, like, it's the same type of player. So, why the hell are you paying? No one's going to play. I mean, he's going to be re- really low owned. Right. No one's going to play Rodri. I don't know. What do you think, Adam? Any of these guys stand out for you? I got a couple questions for Jordan here. Uh, just uh... a. <laughs> Uh, so two weeks ago, you mentioned McAllister. Did you play McAllister last week when he scored? I believe this is Sunday. He scored against West Ham. No, nah, I, I typically don't play on Sundays. Okay. All right. And then... I didn't play him the week before when he didn't score. Right. Yeah, that was <laughs> when we had that conversation. And then... so McAllister you met... has no floor. I could understand playing McAllister in GPPs, but I mean, the way that they're... The bright, the way the, 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 the formation and their system works at uh, Brighton now with Lana, uh like in front of him... And with the 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 wing backs and three to three defensive uh, center backs, like yeah, McAllister will probably be on penalties, and he will take he'll, he's to me he's Ruben Neves now, right? He's that type of player. Like he's 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 a box to box midfielder that will get some deeper shots or you know run into the box from deep, like late for that type of stuff. But from a peripheral standpoint. Yeah, like outside he scored of a pen with, with PKs, yeah. He scored a pen. That was His goal was a right. penalty. Well, that's what I'm so, talking yeah. about. Right. And then, so you mentioned you don't like playing like a Harvey Elliott in, in, in like a central midfield role. We had the conversation, I don't know if it was, it must have been last week about Dewsbury Hall, and you were talking about playing him in that same role. So what is, what is it going to be? Do you like playing these guys or do you not like playing these you're, guys? You're, you're, you're not getting the context of what I was talking about. <laughs> I was talking about playing Dewsbury Hall because it was leverage on James Madison. Not because Dewsbury Hall is good, right? It's Well, yeah, Harvey good. Elliott's going to be leverage on the Liverpool forward. I now. think Harvey Elliott's going to be plenty owned. <laughs> Trust me, because he's going to be in a lot of my GPP lineups. So don't, don't worry about Harvey being like none of these Liver- – I don't think any of these Liverpool guys are leverage. Any – I mean, I don't think literally any Liverpool player is – they're all going to be owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and could, this- I could literally see – Every single Liverpool player being double digit owned. Every single one of them. Even Henderson, maybe not a huge, he'll be 10% owned. Even Van Dyke, he'll be 10% owned. Right? I just I think all of the Liverpool players will be above. So you're not, where's the leverage there? Like, how much leverage can you really get? Playing Rodri instead of De Bruyne? Yeah, that, there you go. And we're going to go like, why are you paying a $6,200 for Rodri? That's your leverage. You're not doing it because he's Rodri. You're just doing it because uh, if Man City score and it's not through De Bruyne or Holland or the Ion guys, maybe it's through the guy that is, maybe it's Gundogan. That's why I played Gundogan that slate. So it's not just like, oh, why don't you like this? It's not not for a soccer reason. It's purely for a game theory reason. Well, just to touch on that from from a soccer reason, um, just sticking with Dewsbury Hall and and Harvey Elliott, like two completely different situations. I mean, on a per <laughs> 90 minute basis, Harvey Elliott's floor is like five, at least five points higher than Dewsbury Hall was. I mean, Harvey Elliott with, if Henderson and, and Fabinho start in that midfield as well, 
the way that Liverpool are probably going to dominate. I mean, he's going to be in and around the box, assisting shots and taking shots. Like, I mean, so much more than Dewsbury Hall or Le- or whoever started in Leicester in that position. Yeah, I think a comparison like, here. Good. Like I said, if you landed on Harvey Elliott or only had 5K left, like going back to that question we just had, he's the best play in that range, in my opinion. He's probably significantly better than those 3K midfielders if you can afford it. And he has a lot more upside too. So I'd be fine going there. Like, again, he, he's not like safe because there's sub risk and he's a little more expensive. But I will yeah, say, no, but in that range, Ryan, there's no one that's safe. If there was anyone that's safe, we'd be like, plug him in and build right. the lines around it. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. If I had to choose between Loftus Cheek, Jorginho, Aronson, or Elliot, Elliot would be number one to me. Yeah, agreed. And then this guy, I sorry, I see a question. He or not a question. This champ grind. He said, you know, maybe Salah gets subbed early, so Fabinho takes pens. You know, that is something I think about. And Fabinho, yes, he takes all the pens when Salah's not in there. Uh, this play, slate specifically, and Liverpool having Darwin Nunez out and Jota out, and Liverpool not having one yet. I I wouldn't. I don't see Salah getting subbed here. Like they're out to smash Salah's like, you know, this is the spot. These are the spots where Klopp like wants to get him his hat trick. And, you know, the, you know, he, he's pissed off if he gets subbed in these spots. So like, I don't expect that, but st- still a good point. Yeah. I was going to say, so Harvey Elliott's 5k and basically he's replacing Tiago who is 6,300. So that kind of explains everything right there. Um, he also went 90 last match, whereas like Henderson, yeah, uh, and, and Elliot's an even more attacking player than Tiago. Yeah, like even those other guys are even getting subbed off more than he's been. So that's that's another boost. But we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We've talked we talked a little bit about defender, and it seems like we're gonna do at least in cash games, you know, three defenders, plug them in. Ryan mentioned earlier we got TAA, Chilwell. Robertson, we still have Reese James up here at 7,800. So the question, I guess, I have for you guys, 
if we get like Chilwell and Reese James on the wings, and then so we have Cucurella, we have whoever, Espelicueta, Tiago Silva, the back three for Chelsea. Are you guys looking at James or Chilwell? Does that just add to the equation there for defenders? I, I to me, this the the, the Chelsea the Chelsea stuff on the, for the context of this slate. I the, to me, there's so much uncertainty there. There's so much variance in their set piece taking situation, dude. Why aren't I just plugging in Trent Alexander Arnold and Andrew Robinson? And if if I could get if I could get up to the the wingbacks for Chelsea, sure. I don't think I could get up to J- Reese James at 7,800, but I think I could do Belt Ben Chilwell at 6,300. Uh, I think outside of what we're talking about right now, if you're not playing those guys, you're you're punting at defense. I mean, like there's nothing in between. Like I don't think Cancelo. I, I guess is a like maybe 55, maybe. May, I mean, like he's there, so I mm-hmm. don't think you're stupid. But I think outside of that, you're going all the way. You're going all the way down to like the 3K range. The question comes in is that like Reese James is priced as if we know that he will be taking at least half of their set pieces. Mm-hmm. So like that's the best case scenario, right? I mean, like to me, even with if even if Chilwell wasn't in, that's kind of the best case scenario with Mount there. And now once you put Chilwell down there, now if Chilwell was taking half of the set pieces, he's not priced for taking half. He's priced for his like open play value at 6,300. He would normally be priced at 7,800 if he took half the set pieces. Same for Mount. Mount is priced for taking half of their set pieces. So, like, these Chelsea players, if you if you think there's uncertainty, I'd much rather play the guy that is more underpriced for his role. So, in a worst-case scenario, I get a high-value open play Chilwell that has not taken a corner. And I'm like, for 6,300, it's is it the best use of your money? No, but it's not a horrible use of your money. If we get one of those situations where Reese James is playing as one of the three center backs, why we had that last year. I'm not saying for this particular game. And I saw people paying $7,800 for, for a guy that got five points. And it's like, well, that's, that's what you get in those types of situations. What are they priced for? What is their, what is the best case scenario? What is the worst case scenario? And I'm much more likely, especially if James is going to be somewhat popular. He's not going to be as popular as Alexander Arnold. But if he's going to be even GPP 20, 22, 25% owned, like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine having him in zero lineups and then just, no, I'll play Chilwell. I'll play, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play someone else because it's going to be very hard for you to, to reach that, that, that price tag without, you know, some type of bailout, which who knows, Reach James could get that, you know, that goal or two assists or something from open play. His, his open play value is great. It's just that he's not, if he was 6,300, I'd be like, okay. But 7,800, I, I just feel he's not a priority on this slate. We got other guys to use. Um, Yeah, for cash games, I agree. Like the safety of, of Alexander Arnold and Robertson. But yeah, Adam, for GPPs, that those Chelsea guys, yeah, James and Cho on the wing throw a wrench into it for me. Like... I think yeah. though, I think in GPPs though they might be my favorite place if they're both on the wings because usually right, just to touch on James, yeah. um, James had 17 crosses in the first week. Mason Mount didn't take a set piece. Yeah. Um, now since then, it's been reversed. Reese hasn't taken any. Um, now also though, Reese has been in the back three 
or at least starting games there. He's ended games on the wing because Chelsea have needed some attacking. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It, it, does he take them when he's on the wing and not when he's in the back three? Maybe. That's, that's um, what it seems like. Yeah. Um, he also but, but has... What happened, Ryan, but what happened with... Because I didn't watch the game. What happened in the game where Cucurella was taking corners? Yeah, him and, you know... Well, left sided. Yeah, Cucurella's left-footed, so he took a few of those left-sided corners, and then James just took everything else, and Mount took nothing. And, no, you know... In that, no, in that game, Mount took four of them, and James took one. It's on the cheat sheet. I mean, which you game... you can get at rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Right, wait, wait. No credit card required. Yeah, no, but James, James was in the back three that game. That's yeah. what I said, right? Yeah, and he, he had 17 when he started on, on the wing. Um, yeah, but, but anyway, Cucurella Mount came off early at 65, and Cucurella didn't come in until the last 15. Oh, and Chilwell so uh, and Chilwell was in for 65, and he got two. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to analyze this situation of what are they going to do this next game, and we're not sure. Well, I, I okay. think I think if James is on the wing, he's going to take right side of corners. I think that's. That's kind of what we saw last season. Is Honestly, not? yeah, that, that would be my guess, too. That would be my guess. Now, right, there is uncertainty, but that would be my guess. Um, but, like, James for tournaments, like, I pulled that move that Jordan is talking about, just, like, full fading Reese in these spots uh, uh, times last season, and man, he, he punished me He punished me quite a bit. I mean, he does have – He won like, you $100,000. Remember that. True on that last assist. Um, you know, I, I always say like he does have like a higher ceiling than Alexander Arnold. Like he'll score more goals from open play. I don't know if he does in this spot because it's so good for Liverpool, but just usually. Um, so yeah, for GPPs, I I'll probably have to mix mix him in a little bit for cash. Definitely just the Liverpool guys. Um, just a couple of questions here. I see Castagna semi punt. I mean, not for me. He has no floor. Like, if I'm, I, I would just go cheaper. Like, just go Pascal. Hey, Thirty six hundred. Droik in that range. For, now, even for you could go even cheap, dude. You could go even cheaper. Play Christensen. Sure. Twenty oh, seven hundred. Christensen twenty seven hundred. I didn't even see that. I didn't even think. He, right. You had to help. go even further down to find him because obviously right. so, so, he's a much he's a much more. I mean, right. At least, like Stroik is really a center back that's playing as a fullback. Christensen is. A little bit more of a fullback. That's hilarious. It's a, if anybody reads my article, it would have been Christensen had I known that he was priced below strike, but I didn't think it was possible, so I didn't even check. <laughs> um, this guy, I see a question in the chat, or you guys talking about Luis Diaz. This guy says, hoping Luis Diaz owners don't get bailed out by a goal because his floor is minimal. Um, I don't agree with this. He's comment. like plus one ten to score. Well, it's not even about the goal. Just Diaz. Yes. Like, don't look at just those first few games. Diaz has a floor in this spot, and I yeah. see. Like, I know you're comparing him with Foden, and like, so I would expect Diaz to have like a few more peripheral points than Foden, just based on like what happens from you know chances created in open play. So like, Foden sets might only even out their floors or, you know, so I don't think it's like as cut and dry as you think is like just Foden over Diaz for sure. This is a great spot for Liverpool and the way Diaz plays. Well, he's going to rack up shots assisted and shots. I mean, he takes long shots. He draws fouls. I mean, and he's probably going to play 90 minutes with the way Liverpool's bench is. So, so I would not call 
a Diaz goal, a bailout. Like he's got a floor and he's cheap. At these punt defenders, I mean, if you if you don't play Christensen, I'm not saying Christensen is a even a great play. Just like okay, he's on leads, he does play wide, he's 2700. But like, I've no problem punting. Like if you let's say instead of what do you think is better if you have a utility spot open? Do you play Fabinho or do you play Virgil Van Dyke? Or do you play Ruben Diaz or John Stones? I mean, like Ruben Diaz is 3,500. John Stones is 3,200. Van Dyke is 3,700. You could even play like Tiago Silva at 3,300. Like these, I mean, I think Silas Silva is a little bit different. Chelsea's less of a favorite, but these big, like who says that Van Dyke doesn't score a goal and get a clean sheet and has three tackles one? Like the floors even of these, of a center back like Van Dyke, like could be with the clean sheet equity, six, seven points. Mm-hmm. on this plate like who says like why why if you're gonna punt why not why not punt with one of these guys because they're cheap enough like joe gomez is four thousand. that's a little bit of a little bit of a joke uh so like when people are pointing out oh why don't why don't we punt with uh the fullback on the biggest underdog it's like no no i'll punt with the same price center back on the favorite because for two reasons numb one their floor is higher because they'll have more possession which, and I know it sounds weird, but that's like a point, a point and a half of just passing, right? I mean, it's, it's we we don't never talk about these passing, right? right. It's like at least you get that. You probably get you you get an, on average a point and a half from the clean sheet odds, right? And you're definitely getting more shots out of them in these right. spots, exactly. In the set pieces, maybe you get one shot on goal, maybe you get two shots, and yep. if one of them turns into a goal, then you're goal. So like I I I don't even consider like oh well can you play uh, Nathaniel Klein at thirty one hundred like what what are you doing like if you're gonna play a fullback like that at that price I'd rather play one from Leeds right I'd rather play one I'd rather play one from you know like the Brentford ones are just to like Henry and Hickey like why am I paying forty seven hundred it's like I'll just play Christensen at twenty seven hundred if if that's the case or Mikalenko or Patterson it's like. It's not really the type of slate where they're worth so much more than the three K guys that I'm right. I'm perfectly fine playing playing one of the heavy favorite center backs when they're priced under four thousand. We've seen a lot of times Van Dyke in this spot would be priced forty seven hundred and be like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know about that. But at thirty seven hundred, John Stones at thirty two hundred. Yeah, okay no, to I, I totally agree. I uh I'd rather have those favorite center backs than uh yeah, those those guys from underdogs, but I think you probably would rather have Fabinho uh, than the center backs if if that was a question for you. Because um, people are mentioning like Castagna is like he's thirty yeah, six hundred. Like, what do you right? Doing? This guy says uh, just based on that. Do you expect Diaz to carry more ownership than Foden? I don't. What do you think, Diaz? I Foden think ownership. Be I think, in GPPs, I think they'll be close. I think they'll be similar to similar where you shouldn't worry about it is is what I would say. Um, oh yeah. And then I don't know. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, Jao, Jao Cancelo just in general. Um, he's lulling us to sleep a little bit with his game log and these performances, but you know, he's going to 5,500, you know, we saw him get up to in the seven K range last year. He's going to have games with goals and games with assists and score 20 plus plenty of times. And he, his ownership is going to fall just based on the, the opportunity cost and based on his game log a little bit. And, you know, if you're looking for weird things that I look for 
you know, I normally don't play right backs against Wilf Zaha, but he he's out now. So, I mean, that's just, you know, nothing to worry about for, for Cancelo over there. Uh, it's good tournament play. Maybe, maybe single digit ownership. I don't know. Maybe like you say, sing, I think Cancelo will still be. Okay. 10 to 15, okay. I'm not good at uh, guessing ownership. I just see all these other guys. And I mean, to be honest, I don't really want to play Cancelo either. I'm just saying. He, but it's more, it. Ryan, of a byproduct of the Man City ownership. So if if, if Holland is going to be owned and Foden is going to be owned and De Bruyne is going to be owned, and it's like, well, they're going to pair P- Man City is going to be owned. So people are going to find a way to put, well, I'm going to play Cancelo and Ederson in this lineup. Like that's how, like it's just a correlation of the other owned players. That's why the Chelsea guys are going to be less. So that's why I think like guys like Firmino and Diaz will be more owned because they're going to be more lineups that have Alexander Arnold and Robertson in it, but they're going to be less lineups that have Chilwell and James in it. And there's a, in the same way, like you take a look at, 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 uh, at like Brentford, like dude, who's playing anyone? Like, like there's no one on Brentford that's going to really be owned. So like, right. like how owned can Buemo and Tony really be? Because there's no like cheap players on them. And you look at uh, Brighton, and you go, how how owned is how owned is Alexis McAllister going to be? Like how, like no one's playing enough Brighton that they're pairing these guys together. But on Liverpool, it's like like yeah, you're going to have a lot of lineups with Alexander Arnold in it, and they're going to go, well, who does he assist the goal to? Well, Firmino or Diaz. So like Cancelo works alongside people. Go, I'm not going to play De Bruyne in my lineup. I'm going to play a Cancelo. Holland Bernardo lineup instead, right? For leverage, because because Foden and, and and De Bruyne are going to be higher owned and go okay. Holland scores two goals and Cancelo gets the assists. Yeah, oh, right, and so my, it'll naturally increase the ownership. Yeah, and my my bad. Uh, Cancelo is playing on on the left these days. So I forgot I forgot Walker's back in there. My bad. A- anyways, um, point still stands. Uh, one thing I want to say before we get to goalkeepers, we haven't really mentioned anything about Leicester, but James Madison, he felt a twinge uh, somewhere in his body and, and is a late fitness test for this match. So if you... Well, if Very accurate fit, reporting, somewhere in his body. Uh, Brendan Rodgers actually didn't say where it was, but uh, so you include that if James Madison doesn't start, uh, Tielemans was benched last weekend because he's been in rumors. Fofana is going to be out again. Like maybe their three best players, Lester could be without in this spot. So that's something I would look at. Just it supports Jordan's, you know, full on Chelsea stack right Definitely. there. Definitely. Or or it could support playing uh, Dewsbury Hall at four thousand. No. Yeah, that's that's also in there as well. So. No, good, good, good point, Adam. And it reminded me to ask you. You know, speaking of you know, quote unquote spots, and you know, maybe that ends up being. Uh, uh, a good spot for Chelsea if all those guys are out. Yeah, they, they'll thrash Leicester a lot of times if that happens. Um, but Manchester City, Crystal Palace, you know, City didn't score against Palace. Prior last. results don't matter, right? Prior don't results bring this up. Oh. They, they were shut out. <laughs> they were shut out twice. Does this, uh, are you thinking about this at all? Am I thinking about this? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I, I, w- I was waiting for you to bring it up, to be honest, because, I mean, it, it was it was it a big doesn't fit his narrative. He only brings up these small sample trends when they if, support the things. That if you want my take on this match, my betting article is on rotowire.com. I have a bet on this match um, for my tournaments. I, 
I think I'm going to fade Manchester City. So you have my you have my decision there. I'm I'm higher on Liverpool, and if Madison and Tielemans don't start, I will be high on Chelsea as well. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Gold, uh, Ryan, do you believe in cash games that you should ha- make it a priority to play Allison or Ederson? And I, I Allison has better win and clean sheet odds for a hundred dollars less, so I'm more likely to play Allison. Yeah. Would you? If you had the difference between playing Harvey Elliott or Fabinho and then playing like like Messlier instead of Allison, to me, I on this slate when you have two very clear high win and high clean sheet equity goalkeepers, to me, outside of like prioritizing Kevin De Bruyne and Trent Alexander Arnold, I think my third priority is to plug in Allison at fifty eight hundred and if that means I have to go down to Christensen as a, at a spot, then that's fine. Rather than take my chances on any of the other goalkeepers who could easily outscore. I remember, goalkeeper has a lot of variance. Yeah. But I kind of yeah, don't want to be stuck with, with these two goalkeepers that have a very good shot at scoring 10 to 12 or 14 points. And then getting a goalkeeper that gives up two goals has minus two in my cash games, especially when 80% of the field has double digits in their goalkeeper spot. Okay, so, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to hear your thoughts on keeper on this slate. The first thing, like, is 80% of the field really going to pay up? I mean, it seems tough to pay up. To, to answer your first question, if the decision was Harvey Elliott and, like, Meslier or paying up and still getting one of the other Liverpool midfielders, then, yeah, I'll, I'd pay up in that spot. I'd pay up if – but if I – you know, what if you already have Fabinho – and, you know, you already have Danny James and you, you still you, you've already punted two spots and you still can't spend up. I mean, there's a lot to pay for. I don't know, like paying up. I, I don't think I have the answer for this one because like, I, 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 was, side, I side with Saramek. I, I was typically, leaning no typically here. paying up a goalkeeper for cash games for for double ups is more worth it because the, the point the as the as the favorites become more big favorites. You could do the data analysis and see this. Yeah. At the bigger the favorite, the bigger the clean sheet odds, the wider the line, the less variant that goalkeeper's results would be. The more normal well, they're I agree. Trust me. I agree. But what I'm saying is, um, is, you know, getting those extra eight, 10 points at keeper, is that worth it for that salary? It is. Yeah. To me, it is. Yeah, I mean, if it, it's a two it's a goal, goal. it's a, a, a to me, I view it as I'm plugging in a goal into my lineups in the goalkeeper spot, and you have to find you have to find a goal in the rest of your lineup by taking by taking okay. a shot on the dog keepers. Right. Are- okay. I'm just interested to see where you do it, like you know, because I don't know if okay if you don't play De Bruyne, like. No, I'm still I'm, in my lineup. I'm not saying I, I have you. My lineup up. Okay, De Bruyne, I, I'm right? Playing De Bruyne you're and Trent Alexander Arnold. Okay, you're going to play both them, right? So if you're going to pay up at keeper and not play one of them, like, okay, that's where I'll beat you. Okay, but so you're going to pay up, or you're going to play, play De Bruyne and Alexander Arnold and pay up at keeper. So, yes. like, I don't know. I'll take Ben Chilwell or Andrew Robertson over your. Uh, whoever it is and can you're, you're basically just... taking him over the keeper over the well you're i'm just saying them. you know i'm just saying the difference between my expensive defender and your cheap defender versus the difference between an expensive goalie and a cheap goalie like where's there a bigger gap i don't know i like for me 
like, am I going to get rid of a player that has 20 plus point upside for, for a keeper where maybe I can get like a 10 point differential, maybe 12, 14, if I'm lucky, if, if, if the other keepers score negative, um, but or else like a lot of times, I mean, they might score the same. I mean, there's a lot of saves to be had in these spots for these cheap keepers. Yeah, they're, they're var- there's a lot of variance. I, I understand that. You can end up with negative six, negative eight. Um, but I don't know. I, like, yeah, I, I, I don't think this is the best question for me, but I was leaning towards maybe not paying up. I don't know. Well, I have a, li- I have a lineup in front of me that I played De Bruyne. I play Alexander-Arnold. I play Robertson. I play Allison. And you could substitute Robertson for Chilwell if you want. I play Phil Foden. Mm-hmm. I, I could still play all those guys. Okay, so who are you missing? One of the defenders? Yeah, one of the defenders. I'm, I'm not giving away all my slots. Right, I know. I, right, I, I know. But there is, a, there, there, there is a way. And if you don't want to play Roberts, like it's, but the way to do it is you're not paying up three times for defender. Like that's right. what you're sacrificing. Right, right. And the midfielder that you play in that lineup, you could play Elliot. You could also play Jorginho, Loftus Cheek, Fabinho. Okay, so okay, wait. Okay, so yeah, I just I found the, I found the construction. I I found the two of you two. Did um, you find the lineup that I'm kind of? Yeah, and I'm not gonna. I you know of course I won't say what it is, but obviously it's very easy. I mean, I gave away the, the lineup at the start. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. Maybe I feel more comfortable with that lineup. Maybe it's it's a very close decision. Um, the fact that I like these punts on Liverpool probably more than others. I, I'm talking about the the three K midfielders. Um, yeah, I, I could I could maybe get behind that construction. Yeah, this okay. is why I wanted you, to talk you see about exactly that. The reason why you you kind of with the lineup that that I made kind of yeah. and you're looking at yeah you you, you feel safer because it's like. Well, I think I, I feel safer. I do, yeah. yeah. Right, I you feel, feel safer. you feel safer. Yeah, but I understand why your line of construction has trust me. Yeah, like, I from. I hate playing like the the Gaeta or the Travers in cash. Like I don't do that. I'm not the guy that does that. So like like yeah, I'm I do feel safer with your construction. But this is also a slate where you feel safe in your construction. And just by random chance, you lose by 40 points. <laughs> right, right. right? I mean, this is... like, like, oh, this looks good. But if you just replaced Jorginho with Fabinho and placed Foden with Salah, you scored 62 more points. I mean, like, like that could be the difference of like 30% of your cash uh, opponents have Salah with 48 points. And you don't have that, right? And, and, and while you have De Bruyne's 26 points, you don't have Holland's 32 points either. Like, like it's going to be one of those, it's going to be one of those slates where you could, there, there, you could make multiple very sound cash lineups that will have an extremely wide range of outcomes. Yep. All right. I think that's all we got here. Do we want to say anything else? Do we, uh, you guys got it all your, your goalkeeper talk. You guys good with that or anything else you want to add here? I, I want my see see do you have upside for a goalkeeper because last week I played what Pickford, 
and he got an assist. So you always have to consider the the assist upside. He lost he lost a clean sheet in the 80th minute, and then like five minutes later, he got an assist. Yeah, man, I I was so tilted when he lost <laughs> that clean sheet, and then yeah, he saved he saved it with an assist to Damari Gray. Yeah, that 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 was nice actually. I needed that uh, that. Yeah, I needed that for that King of the Pitch ticket. And I did it with Zaha, which was great after after talking about Zaha on the pod. Of course, he goes out in the game with the lowest total and puts up like 35 scores of brace. Well, oh, that's a very – it's going to be a very cagey game. Three goals in the first 20. Yeah, the, oh, my God, that was so <laughs> funny. I, I I sent a message to Adam right away, just insta, insta goals. I forgot. That was last week. All right, well, that's all we got to talk about today. Uh, Saturday's five-game slate. A lot of ways you can go. We got the big favorites, and really, it's uh, it depends on what team you like more. That's kind of what it comes down to. Um, but Jordan, you can find him at Belender HD. You can find Ryan at Ryan Belangi. I am at Roto's Adroik, and you can get our cheat sheet, which we've been showing on Twitter. We've been showing on YouTube. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 10-day trial. No credit card required. You can see everything you need to see for this slate. And that's it. But good luck to everyone. Maybe Rotowire's the crew will get another King of the Pitch ticket this weekend. We'll, we'll see what happens. Still um, waiting on yours, Adam. You're going to get one this year. If Manchester City don't score, I, I may win something. If they win 5-0, I'm probably going to lose all my money. So uh, that's, all, that's all I got. But uh, thanks, guys, for joining me. And I guess Ryan Ryan and I will be back on Monday, I believe. I don't have a time yet, but we got we got two slates next week, Tuesday and Wednesday. So we'll be back for those. But uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see everyone next week, and good luck. Thanks, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.